Hello and welcome to the Gridiron Show. Ollie Hunter here. Will Gavin has been off gallivanting in Glastonbury, no doubt trying to recover after a weekend of opulence and debauchery. But I'm here. I've been busy. I've had a little chat with an English uh, former England rugby player who's trying to make his name in the NFL. It's a short one today before we bring you lots and lots of content as the NFL rolls into Tottenham Hotspur's new stadium. Keep on listening. This is The Gridiron Show. Yep, this is the Gridiron Show. Ollie Hunter here in the studio with you. Um, no Will. No Will Gavin. I think he's already trying to make his way back from Glastonbury, Somerset, uh, where he has had, uh, so I'm told, an absolutely wonderful time. He's not feeling as rough as he normally does, but it looks like he's lost his voice. So me being here on my own is probably a blessing for all and sundry. Right, at the end of last week, Christian Wade came to uh, came to TalkSport Towers and after he went on air with uh, the guys from H&J I caught up with him for a more detailed football chat about how his time um, during OTAs and rookie practices and and such like has been going on since he signed for the Buffalo Bills as part of the International Player Development Programme let's take a listen a job with Christian Way Christian you're back in the country after um what, has it been two or three months since you've signed with the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, just over two months, like 10, 10 weeks, 10, 11 weeks, yeah. And what was that like when you got the call that you'd be joining one of the NFL's oldest and most storied franchises? Um, it was it was, it was was ridiculous, man. I was just, I was lost for words. I couldn't, like, all I could do was smile, like, just like the the joy that I was feeling. Obviously, I had my mum, my, my dad and my brother. Obviously, people have been with me. Mm. Uh, the whole way through my career as a rugby player, and obviously there with me as well. So, yeah, it was just it was just one of those moments where I was just like, "This is crazy, man!" I couldn't like I literally didn't have any words for it, and um, I'm just so grateful and blessed for obviously everyone who supported me. Um, obviously for my family, obviously thank thanking God for blessing me as well. So, yeah, man, I'm just re- in a real privileged position, and um, I'm just embracing every moment. Well, you quit rugby about six months before. You said that you were weighing up going to the Southern Hemisphere, potentially, or elsewhere in Europe, maybe France or, or whatnot. But NFL, the the international player pathway came along, and you thought, that was it, I have to I have to do this. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's just like, the NFL, man, it's like probably the most elite sport in the world, the best athletes, um, facilities-wise, and just, just the game as a whole. It's, just a, it's a great game. The whole match day experience, the the training camps and all that sort of stuff. I was just like, this is something that, mm. like, if if uh, a sportsman had the opportunity to do, you can't pass up. And um, I guess obviously I still had had a lot of thinking to do whether it was a, the right thing for me to do and stuff. And um, I, I made that decision, man. It was definitely definitely the right thing. You mentioned the facilities. You've been over to Buffalo. What are they like compared to Wasps? Because I went to the old training ground at Wasps. Swyford. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's just say I've been to some. I've been to the, the Chicago Bears uh, training facilities, and they are incredible in comparison. Yeah. What's the, what are they like in Buffalo? Well, Buffalo takes it to a whole new level. I haven't been to the Bears, but um, according to everyone else, um, 
the Bills has the best facilities there are in the league, um, namely because they um, they just upgraded like the uh, the whole gym and the recovery center and the, and the medical department. Mm. So our stuff is insane. But I know across the league, every team has an indoor facility. So um, that's obviously just a, a massive like up from from any rugby team anyway. Uh, then we also have the pitches outside. But yeah, the training room um, and the gym, next level, mate. Next level. Have you had any conversations with Coach McDermott, Coach DeBell? Um, so we we haven't spoke to him like in terms of like uh, like having a one on one and stuff until the end of the the end of the uh, the ten weeks. Then sure. And um, obviously my we're just talking about obviously my weaknesses and, and my strengths and stuff and. I see clearly my my strengths are um, my speed and my pace and um, change of direction, all those sort of stuff like the physical side of things. Um, and uh, for me, my my work ons is all based around confidence and um, just learning the game, just developing my knowledge, which is was kind of a given, obviously in the in the situation that I'm in. So for me, I I took quite uh, a lot of positives from that. Um, that it wasn't something like oh I need to learn your playbook you don't yeah. know your stuff or can't catch and work on you know what I mean so sure. I feel like those those things that were given those being my weaknesses shows that um, I have the potential to to do well so um, yeah I, I'm just loving every moment um, they love my energy there they love my positivity and, and my professionalism um, which obviously I can kind of give credit to rugby having taught me that over the, mm. the last nine years obviously the England stuff that we did growing up from the 16s all the way up to the first team. So, yeah, I'm in a great position, man. I'm just, I'm just eager to to get back out there and train and and uh, see what happens. What was your day to day like? I mean, was it get up, have breakfast, and then you a bit of bit of classroom work, and then out on the training field, and then recovery? What what talk us through a typical day? So a typical day would be like I probably wake up about six six thirty. Um, and then I would um, get to the to the facility, have some breakfast, um, kind of get ready for the day. Um, and we usually kick off with meetings in the morning. So from 8 till about 11, we'd be in meetings. Um, and that would be like offense-defense split. And then you'd come in for a big team meeting where Coach McDowell would address, address the team and kind of what our focus was for that day. Um, and that would be all players, all coaches, all staff. Then we'd go back into offense, defense. Then we might do a walkthrough on the pitch where we'd obviously install some plays. Could be like sixty plays or a little mm. bit less, a little bit more. Um, then we'd be done by eleven. Um, have a little break for like forty-five minutes. Have a snack, prepare because we'd be outside at quarter to twelve, which we'd have a two-hour session. Um, and then once that's finished, we'd be done. Uh, what's that? One forty-five. Um, and then you're free to kind of have lunch, go home, um, do your recovery, um, see the see the physios in the training room. Um, but for someone like me, I used to stay longer because I needed that extra time with the coach, go through some stuff, and then I'd be there till probably like five ish, um, and then get home like half past. And then um, you're knackered, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be knackered. But to be honest, that was how it was for the first five weeks. Then obviously, once the rookies came in. I joined them so the the schedule changed a little bit where I used to come in had to be in for half seven to do um, a lift so that's the weight room from 7.30 to 8.15 and then um, 
we do the same day that I just explained. We finish at lunchtime, yeah. but then we would have to go into like our rookie development, which would basically be more offensive defense split again, but just in smaller groups. Then we would have uh, special teams, and then we would go into like our rookie development program. So I wouldn't be getting done till about six o'clock, and then I'd get home <laughs> like seven ish mm. um, after doing my recovery and stuff. So my days are pretty much seven till seven for the whole. The situation in the Pacific is worse than reported. The Japanese are planning something big. What's the target? Midway. From the director of Independence Day. A couple dozen planes. It's all Japanese fleet. We got the order to launch. Discover the incredible true story. Today we're going to be underdogs. Of the World War II battle. Good luck, boys. Fire! Midway. Download and keep now. whole time some of that classroom stuff how have you come to grips or come to terms with getting to grip with mm. the terminology a gap b gap c gap yeah you know your stuff, out here, you know all your of stuff. that you know your stuff hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> nah nah so uh the the with the, the the pathway program that we um did in in uh img back in florida from january to, to march uh january to april sorry that definitely set set me up nicely and the rest of us up nicely for when we got to our teams um so if if i if if i had left rugby and went straight into the bills like i would definitely be lost but because of that period there i was able to kind of understand what's mm. going on straight away um and some of the things that i would threat about before be like oh we need to learn these seven plays by the end of the week on day one they would hit, hit us with like 30 plays and i would have to know it for the next day and i felt comfortable doing that um and to be honest, the, one of my biggest worries is like, oh, I've got to learn this whole playbook. Like, it's going to be crazy. Within like a few weeks, like, the stuff was coming in and just building up and building up. And I was staying up with it and like being comfortable. I wasn't like, oh, I'm scared. Like, oh, what's this play? What's this play? Like, everything was, was definitely within my like comfort zone. And your capabilities. Zone. I suppose with rugby, being a back as well, you do have mm. those different calls yeah, coming yeah. from the fly or from the or from the nine or whatnot. Yeah. So you're kind of used to to having some sort of set plays. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, the the foundations and framework were already there. Right. I want to talk to you about what are the players like. What are they like around you? Being a guy that's come from a completely different sport, from a completely different country. What are they like around you? Um, well, like, off the field, it's kind of like we're just, at the end of the day, we're just guys, you know, like, wherever age you are, when you play sport, you're all just big kids, like, and you're able to kind of prolong that time because you play sport. So it's just, like, we're just we're just being lads, you know, just talking about what guys talk about, laughing and joking about sure. stuff. Um, and to be honest, the culture of NFL is... is is more similar to what my culture is as well, the way I was brought up and with my family and stuff. So, like, I fit straight, fit right in without even having to, like, like kind of introduce myself too much and talk about myself too much, you know. So it was, um, like, kind of that integration was pretty simple. Obviously, you get the old people, like, staring because they're fascinated by <laughs> the way I speak. <laughs> yeah. um, and some of the words I say, they'll be laughing at. Uh, cracking their little jokes like when I said oh do we need our boots I was like huh <laughs> I was like yeah, cleats oh sorry cleats, <laughs> yeah. cleats and then I was like what time are we on the pitch I was like 
on the what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's those field. little little terminology differences. Yeah, you got to say defense rather than defense. Yeah, 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 all exactly. of that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it's um yeah, man. It's been it's been good. I guess me being from England is like a nice little icebreaker as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, got made obviously made some good friends already. Uh, hung out a few times and stuff. And who's your bestie? Uh bestie. <laughs> I'm trying to figure who is. Because I hang around with like loads of different people. Like everyone knows me. I'm just kind of like. Well, you're with everybody. You've yeah, got, yeah, you've got special teams. Team. You've got the running back guys. You yeah. guys have a close relationship with uh, some of the quarterbacks, but also the yeah. offensive line and yeah. all of that. So you you are. Uh, I could imagine being a bit of a, a, a social comedian. Yeah, 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 I guess so. I guess so. But I, I guess I'm a bit of a social comedian anyway, just in general life. But to be honest, like the, the closest people I be to, uh, I'm with obviously is the and the, the people I'm with the most is the running back. So I usually um, like hang with like Sonorous Perry, um, TJ, uh, Frank Gore, uh, Legend, Shady McCoy. Yeah, all these big time legends, Marcus Murphy, Pat I'll DeMarco. You, I'll tell you what, that running back room is crowded, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you're coming in as a running back. I, mm. I I would like to maybe think that you could transition into a slot receiver or something like that. But it's yeah. running back that's been earmarked for you. Yeah, is that daunting that you have these legends? You've got um, Devin in there as well yeah, as the rookie. So, so, I mean that that for me would be quite daunting. Um. Or is it that part of the challenge? Uh, to be honest, I don't. I'm not seeing it as 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 daunting, really. I think because of my experience in professional sport, um, I think that's why it's not too daunting. And maybe because of because uh, I haven't grown up watching American football and all that stuff, maybe I can't appreciate the greatness as <laughs> much as they do, or I, I'm not in awe of it as much as they do. Like I appreciate. 100% and like I'd be like Frank man you're you're the real OG man like you've been doing this for like 15 years yeah. and his knowledge is crazy and like just picks everything up like that have they been quite supportive? yeah sh- Shady Frank they're, they're funny man Frank's all, every time he's on the phone he's like oh come come say hello to my friend like, he's like yo <laughs> this is my boy from England <laughs> that's and great that's great Shady's like what up London and like, <laughs> you know what I mean so it's like and he's like yo I'm coming to England like have you got the hookup? He's always teasing me and stuff, and then I tease him back because of his fashion sense and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, everyone, everyone's, everyone's, t- we're all tight, we're all cool, and um, our coach Kelly Skip always talks about how tight and how talented and how ex- how much experience is in the room, mm. and that that's great for competition, it's great for the team, um, because at the end of the day, there's no, there's no point in kind of being like uh, cold to each other or any of that stuff because you you do, it's only the team that's going to get hurt. We all have to earn our place in the team, whether you're a Hall of Famer or a draft guy or international pathway guy coming in. So the more we can help each other, the better it is for the team, the better it is for everyone else. So on the field, you've been you'll have I presume you're you're with some of the rookies, some of the I don't know, maybe second or third string guys. Mm. You've been taking handoffs from Tyree Jackson potentially. How have you found which arm to put the ball in, and yeah. and how to how to to protect the ball when you you you're potentially going to be hit. Yeah, yeah. So I can't lie. I fumbled the ball a couple of times. Um, Fumble. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because uh, yeah, because simply because of the the hand, the handles not being used to it, like looking at the ball rather than where I'm going. Um, mm. Just like these basic things that basically everyone would have made these mistakes when they were like seven or eight when they were first starting, like. 
I've got to get those kind of mistakes out of the way, get used to it, but I don't have as much time as they did. Mm. If I make a mistake, then I need to be trying to correct that as soon as possible because, um, like Coach said to me the first time I fumbled, if you can't look after the ball, then you, you can't make, you're not going to make the team. So um, it's definitely been something that, like, those those are the sort of things, as I was saying earlier, like, I thought the playbook would be the hardest. It's, it's those little, little small, like, technical things mm. that I find... Um, I'll make a mistake on rather than like this whole long play that like sounds like someone speaking a whole different language yeah. I'll know exactly what I'm supposed to do but then when they give the handoff I'll I'll be like ah oh, you know um, sometimes wrong footwork stuff like that which are not major things but they are major things in football like one wrong step um, cutting too early cutting too late wrong hand placement all these like real small things they can really hurt the team, you know. So it's it's vital that you get them right. And returning, because um, I think I saw somewhere that you're behind Andre Roberts in the yeah. return duties. Yeah. Um, how are you finding seeing the field? How are you finding um, using the middle of the field rather than doing what you would normally do as a wing, which is try and use your pace around the outside? Well, to be honest, a couple of times I still go around the outside because at the end of the day, if you've got the pace... You know what I mean? No one's catching you yeah, right no, the outside. No, no punter's going to catch yeah, you, man. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, nah, it's been it's been good. Like learning from Andre, like he's one of the best receivers in the league, if not the best. Um, just asking him like little tips and stuff. But at the end of the day, he always talks about. Obviously, you've got like the blocks and stuff set up, but just beat people and just just run. So mm. for me, I know exactly how to do that, and that's what Sean Edwards used to say to me when um, I was coming through. Is just like. Listen, listen, mate. When you get the ball, just run. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, literally, that's that's kind of when it comes to the pump return stuff. That's what I, I'm looking to do uh, when I get the opportunity to to beat people and gas someone. Like that's that's what you're there to do, and that's what you're there to be in a team for. So that's what I've been doing. And you're back. When are you back with uh, Buffalo? When are you back? Going uh, back? We have to report on July the twenty second. Um, for conditioning tests and screening and all that sort of stuff and then we start camp officially on the 24th and how are you keeping yourself in shape whilst you're back over here so I've actually taken the first week off just to like yeah fair man like yeah, yeah, yeah. just to relax a just bit just relax give my mind a rest rest the body um, just do a little bit of weights to keep up and then um, start to ramp up the weights and um, like sprint training and all that sort of stuff then um, I'm gonna fly back over to Florida to join like some of the other guys from my team. Um, hopefully, catch up with Shady and Frank, um, Isaiah McKenzie, and um, train over there with those mm-hmm. guys. See exactly how um, I need to train and see exactly what it is that I need to do to to be ready for camp because this is the there's the business end now. So absolutely. And you, what's the plan? What's the what's the what's the achievable goal in your mind? Um, for this season, I I, f- I genuinely think I could make the team through special teams. I think it's definitely too early to be like a like a main starter or like one of one of the main guys to play uh, running back. But that's my position, and if called upon, I believe I'll be able to to do a job there. Um, but I think realistically, if I'm going to make the team this year, it's going to be. Um, via special teams and being being able to mm. to contribute in the, the four core um, uh, four core positions. So you got uh, 
punt return, kick off, kick off return, and punt. So, yeah. Yeah. well, I've looked at the schedule. Twenty mm. seventh of October. Yeah, is Philadelphia the Eagles at home, New Era Field. Yeah, yeah. it's the same day as the Rugby World Cup semi final in Yokohama. Oh, I've yeah. got a feeling these things. Honestly, they, they work out. Yeah. I reckon England will win in that semi final, yeah. and you'll start. On special teams that day. That's I got. I just got a feeling. That's I'm saying, putting it out there now. That's crazy. It may happen. That's crazy, man. And then you'd beat FA Abada for for the record of getting into a, Before, a starting yeah, position. Yeah. So, amen to that. Amen Thank you very much, that. Christian. Appreciate it. So that was Christian Wade. Thank you very much, Christian. I think we're going to see Christian at uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium Tuesday and Wednesday. I will be there early doors tomorrow. I really, I really hope that they. Um, they allow me to be around for when the the pitches or the the soccer pitch the, the the football field is rolled away and it reveals the glorious gridiron underneath i really hope that hasn't already happened because i'm dying for a stop motion um and i'm a bit of a stadium geek but yeah there'll be loads and loads of content over the next coming coming days at gridiron on twitter at ollie hunter at will gavin at matthew sherry all the apps keep listening thank you for listening this has been the gridiron show